for a muse Do I feel like renting a Shakespeare movie? Or a funky 70s film? Monarchs to behold the swelling sea. What kind of jive you talking, brother? Answer to me. Or what about a disaster movie? There are all kinds of movies to choose from. With all new categories and a personal guide, it's easy to find the right one. Only at Hollywood Video. Hello, 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 and welcome to I Seen It. This is Don Juan. With me, as usual, is Mr. Jordan. Jordan, how are you doing? It's been a while. You're a good citizen. <laughs> You're a good citizen guy. <laughs> Sorry, I just watched Cobra today, and I can't get that <laughs> stupid... That stupid fucking line out of my head. <laughs> I thought you were going to hit me. <laughs> no, he's got a million. He's got a million one-liners in that, but man. It, I think it, that's all it is, is just one-liners. It's just, and still the greatest thing ever. Slicing pizza with a, with a pair of scissors. Well, did you know, I never noticed this before. He takes it out of the freezer. That's frozen pizza. That's not refrigerated pizza. Never done. I thought that pizza was out. Oh boy. <laughs> Think I'm going to have to watch Cobra again. <laughs> You're right, man. He took it out of the freezer. What the f Yeah, but he talks a lot of shit for somebody that or to his partner. He talks a lot of shit about what he eats and then he's eating frozen <laughs> reheat not even reheated pizza. Oh, too many and sugars. Only, <laughs> he's only like five six, five seven, so and uh, he's just he's just hey, a little guy. He was able to pull like five foot eleven Brigitte Nielsen for two years. All right, so I'll talk about it in a little bit, but the movie that you know, I'll just get to it. Um, so I watched uh, the I finally got a chance to find a free stream of Rocky versus Drago, the unnecessary Sylvester Stallone director's cut of the classic, classic movie. And Brigitte Nielsen, the alternative shots that she used, had a little bit of darker hair. She looked fine. Oh, she looks fine all the Well, she, she did. Looks, she did, yeah. She's not no more, but <laughs> she looked she looked fine. Yeah. Just fine as all right. <laughs> Still Eddie Murphy's way to describe her in Beverly Hills Cop 2. Uh that's a big bitch. <laughs> but anyway, so this unnecessary experiment Stallone took out like 40 minutes of the movie, but put in 42 minutes worth of like alternate um alternate of everything. Um but his real thing was is that he made the movie feel less 80s, which I don't know how it's possible. Why? Because um, uh, he wanted it to be a little bit more serious. He claims that he was never happy with Rocky IV. Uh, like, was so, anyone clamoring for the Sylvester cut? Can we release the Stallone cut? Nobody wanted uh, that. Somebody. <laughs> I didn't I, I didn't want to watch it for the longest time, but I just thought, hey, I'm going to try to look for this again. So Because it got on my brain after I was done with all the Oscar watches. Um, but it's it it did the things that it changed did do a good job of making it more kind of serious in the Rocky sort of way. Um, they humanize Drago a little bit. Um, the story is more bent towards 
Creed and the man love between him and Rocky. Um, the biggest thing is that Ro- <laughs> Stallone cut out everything to do with the robot. Uh, but, Thank goodness. <laughs> but the the movie keeps its high marks. I mean, the whole last fight is still the same. There's still the 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 music is pretty much the same. Give me but, all the David Tepper. <laughs> uh, it it's a curiosity. Uh, if you'd watch it free, I think somewhere it was saying there was a channel on Roku, but I don't have Roku, so. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 pro all the uh, all the eightiesness of Rocky Rocky Four. So. Yeah, I I don't need a different cut other than cutting out the robot. Like, I, I I was thinking the whole time I'd like to do an episode where we talk. I mean, it's I think it's pretty obvious where we would rank the Rocky and Creed movies, but I think it would be a fun episode. Yeah, we could definitely do that because yeah. I don't think we have the same viewpoints. Probably not. No, I don't. I, don't, <laughs> I need to see Creed three still, but I do um, too. Ed, speaking of losers, uh, my brother, I text him and Scott Lenock. To see if either one of them were interested in going to watch Creed three, thought this is this is money here. It's easy, and my brother goes, "I'm not interested." What? A oh, fuck? So I haven't gotten a chance to ask him face to face, but I'm you should curious. see. You should see if he'll go to the Jonathan Majors as a bodybuilder movie. Oh, good god! <laughs> that would be fun to drop on him without knowing. Yep. <laughs> holy shit that man is fucking ripped yeah he's huge he's awesome he's beefcake um yeah but so i'll get that out of the way but we did have <laughs> some we did have some bummer bummer news that happened a few days ago uh fantastic uh character actor uh fell on hard times uh tom sizemore had passed away from a brain aneurysm i believe yeah it was and they took him off of uh they took they took him off of life support because it wasn't going to do anything anymore. Yeah, I will always remember him in well three movies really, and they're all from the nineties. Uh Heat, True Romance, and Strange Days. And yeah. uh yeah, he, he 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 was great. He always he was a, a scene chameleon. He could fit in if it was a coked out movie, he fits in perfectly. <laughs> But the crazy thing that I liked is, is that when the you know the masters wanted him, Michael Mann, Steven Spielberg, they said, "Hey, we want you for your talent. You do, we we will do anything to help you out with your addiction. We yeah. we want you in this movie if you can't if you can't put that off to the side. So it's it's rather unfortunate. Uh, it happens way too much with." <laughs> all the bad stuff that it's just a fact of life. Just things happen and they spiral, but yeah, right. it's a, it's a bummer. Yeah. I was thinking about all the movies that he made in the nineties. Uh, and I finally started watching last night, uh, devil in a blue dress for whatever reason, I've always put that Denzel Washington movie off. Uh, and he's, he's good in it. Uh, he, I don't really know what his character's full allegiance is, but it is Tom Sizemore with a ridiculously awesome pencil mustache. <laughs> um, uh, but wait, yeah. is the pencil mustache better or worse than his long hair wig in Strange Days? Look, he, I always that's 
that villain role has always been <laughs> just kind of creepy. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, he was really good about, about doing stuff like that, but I, I liked it that as he got later in his nineties run, those saving private Ryan and black Hawk down where he was like the epitome of just the, this guy, this guy is going to dig his feet in the ground. He's going to be our, you know, one of our biggest leaders. He's a, that it's, it's crazy how he came from Mr. Coked out to, <laughs> you know, biggest commanders that you can imagine. And then coked out. So I don't remember when black Hawk down. He was one of the head guys on the army side. Do I need Ooh, to revisit I... this movie? <laughs> yeah, I, th- oh, I, I think no. it's good. I like it. I like it. It's really I... depressing. It's um, got to be better than I remember it being, right? I think it's intense. The thing, I, this is just always something that's bothered me when you find out the the way the movies. Um, put stuff on the screen and how it was in real life. So the, the end was, uh, not as the way that it should be. Um, but I, I, I still think Black Hawk Down is incredible. Um, it's always been that way since Christian and I saw it in the theater. It's just, it puts you in, it's like the, the half hour, that Spielberg put you in for saving private Ryan, but it's an hour and 32 hours worth. And it's just, it's relentless. It's, it's depressing. And, uh, you know, it does a really good job of making war look like hell. Right. Which is going to go into one of our Oscar movies where I'm just going to tear it apart. So we'll, we'll talk later on that. Yeah. That's a tease. I can't wait. On a bright side of news, did you see the, the list of voice actors in the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem movie. I did, but I <laughs> want you to repeat it because it's a great it's a great cast. Well, first we get Jeff Rowe directing it. He did uh, Mitchell's and the Machines most recently, so great I'm already one. in for that. Uh, I believe Seth Rogen has a large hand in executive producing this as well. Yes, I think he was the one that was championing championing. Woo, that's a that's a word. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was championing the I can't even say See, it. You can't say it either. Yeah. I think he was the one that basically got this whole thing to push forward. So mm-hmm. uh so we'll start out here. The Hannibal Burris is playing Genghis Frog. Uh Jackie Chan is playing Splinter. Uh Rose Byrne is playing Leatherhead, which is an interesting role. Yeah. Uh John Cena is gonna be rock steady. Uh, Ice Cube is going to be Superfly. Um, I'm not sure how to say this name entirely, so I apologize. But um, but Ao Edebiri is going to be April O'Neil. I am not sure who that is. Okay. Uh, Carlo Esposito is Baxter Stockman. Love him. <laughs> Post Malone is going to be somebody called Ray Filet. Not sure that sounds character like, even. It sounds like a good sexy name. <laughs> Uh, Paul Rudd is Mondo Gecko. Uh, Maya, Maya Rudolph is Cynthia Alden, what? Utram? Something like that. I don't, I'm not sure on that one either. And then we got Seth Rogen as Bebop, but that's a huge cast of villains, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, I wonder how long this movie's going to be, if it's got all these characters. 
<laughs> right. I'm not sure what's going to even, I mean, none of the, it sounds like the voices of the turtles are, are all teenage boys that I'm not too sure that I've ever heard any of their work or seen any of their work. So yeah, you were mentioning, mentioning that too. And I went, I don't Nope, Nope. And Nope. I think my kids might. So, so we'll see. I I'm excited for it. Fingers crossed. It's got to be better than Turtles in Time and the Michael <laughs> Bay ones. <laughs> you probably never heard of this, but there was a long-standing chance rumor opportunity that back in the day, John Woo was going to direct a version of the Turtles that was going to be realistic. And I've heard of this. Always got my <laughs> my like, oh, good God, that do it right. I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. So do you have any other news for us? I was, I had been thinking about it. Uh, just curious on what your thoughts are for they're hyping up the new scream scream, New York. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, where they are all coming out. saying this is going to be the goriest thing that we could come out with. Do you think there's any truth to that? Um, I mean, sure. I mean, if you look back, none of the none of the movies have been all that gore filled. I mean, sure, you get you know some some knife cuts and some some gunshots, but I mean, it hasn't really been a, a traditional slasher. I mean, we're not getting we're not getting Freddy Krueger skinning somebody alive, and we're not getting you know what I mean. We haven't got those over the top kills. They skin the cat. Well, I, I'm, I'm in like after I revisited four recently and I think I almost want to rewatch five again before seeing six because three can get fucked. I don't care. That one sucks. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, not to spoil a potential future episode, but one's really good. Two's pretty good. And then five I have issues with, but it's still better than three. So, and six looks fun. Or she's yeah. the star of Stab Nine. <laughs> Stab Quattro. Because oh, I believe it was it in was it Scream Four that they were watching Stab Eight. Probably at the beginning of the like, movie. I didn't like Four either. Four was fine. You need to revisit it. There's some super corny lines, but it's it's good. Like the whole Anthony Anderson character is kind of just spitting out nonsense. I am curious. Uh, because it is the, it's a slasher uh, staple. Uh, I am curious to see how the blackening plays out. Just, I was thinking about this while you were talking about it. I I want to see. <laughs> I can't believe that that tagline is real. <laughs> oh God! Please let that movie just be a little entertaining, just a little bit. Oh, it's supposed to be. <laughs> I like it. I like it. We're getting closer to Evil Dead too. I'm just gonna yeah out there too. We're getting we're there. getting there. We're getting there. All, All right. right. What so, else have you seen lately? Is there anything you want to talk I, about? What have I seen lately? I have. Uh, I saw. I'll just get it out of the way because uh, it was a big one. It was. I had to wait a year to watch the whale. Um, I did not like. The release strategy for The Whale, it took forever to get around into theaters, and by the time it came, it was already too late, and I was busy. 
Um, so I finally found it finally came on streaming and I watched it and I was going to wait for Scott Lenock because he and I are Aronofsky super fans, but Scott Lenock is too busy. So I couldn't wait because, you know, Oscar time. So I watched it. It was really good. Uh, it, I thought it was a little bit more conventional than the usual Aronofsky fair, which uh, is doesn't really make sense. Uh, uh, the movie gets you going right away. If you can't make that first couple of minutes, uh, you don't just don't even because uh, the movie is it. It does show you everything that's going on in the house with Brendan Fraser and his 600-pound self. Um, Brendan Fraser himself was incredible, uh, aided by some really, really good uh, makeup, which I have picked to win uh, the Oscar for it. It's a hard movie to get through at some points. Uh, it's got a few laughs. Um yeah, I'm I'm on the Brendan Fraser train uh for for the Oscar. Um so much better than Austin Butler. Um so yeah. Uh if you're an Aronofsky fan, you definitely want to check it out. Scott Lennock, Lennock damn you. Um yeah. yeah I I can't uh, say anymore cuz it it would give it away. Uh but it does have pretty powerful stuff that goes along the lines of like the wrestler. That's how I was thinking of what the movie was like in that sort of way somebody who's down on their down on their chances and they don't want to change and change kind of has to be forced upon them yeah okay uh, yeah i i'm team brendan fraser so all right yeah. uh i also am a big fan so uh we'll it see. comes physical it uh it comes digital rent weeks Yes, digital rent and physical March twelfth. Fingers oh, crossed. Day of the Oscars, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's All coming. Right. So I, yeah, it was good. Well, I was forced to watch a movie. I told him that I would do this, so uh -oh. here you go. I watched the outfit. I don't know if you know anything about this movie at all. Was it the one where they're in Afghanistan? No, this okay. is Mark Rylance as a as a cutter, which is you know a, a better better than a tailor. Okay. Uh, basically, set in the fifties, post Al Capone in Chicago. Okay. Um. So what I have here, I Mark Rylance was good. Is kind of that cool, calm, nothing really phases me because I'm smarter than everyone in the room kind of way. And he's a good <laughs> actor, too. Yeah. I, I mean, he's not really doing anything special here. Like I said, he's just kind of there. And like I said, just cool, calm, collected. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, just kind of a presence in the room at all times. I don't know. I thought the Chicago accents were pretty shitty. Um Dylan O'Brien from like the Maze Runner was uh, maybe the worst culprit of the bad accent. Um, I don't know. Graham Moore directed this thing. It was his uh, debut. So it's the first like real work that he's done since he wrote the uh, Benedict Cumberbatch movie, The Imitation Game. You, I, boo, boo. Hey, the, the movie might have sucked, but I mean, 
he I, it was written well at least i i enjoyed it i didn't care for the imitation game but that's that can come in a little bit <laughs> so the script in this was pretty damn good um it's kind of it was really good at like kind of piecemealing information to you just kind of little nibble little nibble little nibble never really satiated you until the end so i don't know it was it was fine i mean for a gangster movie there wasn't a whole lot of violence and that was a little weird but it didn't necessarily need it for this particular film like this whole thing is set in a one night at this guy's shop so interesting yeah it's uh it was an all right film i think i gave it a five out of ten so <laughs> high praise yeah so yeah it was it was okay it was worth if it would have been longer i would have been pissed so it it got in at like an hour 40 and was fine oh nice okay uh i watched now this is most of the movies i watched have been oscar movies so yeah uh, i i had to watch <laughs> ready for Mrs. a break <laughs> <laughs> yes i had i i watched mrs harris goes to paris which is on peacock and i had no did not want to watch this movie did not want to watch this movie but i finally just said fuck it and just watch it just get it over with uh i was blown away by this movie nope. um a I'm all... <laughs> great, a great little surprise with Leslie Manville. Uh, she was in the fa- uh, Phantom Thread with Dana Day Lewis. Uh, uh, Lambert Wilson, who is the Merovingian, uh, he was an actual nice guy in this movie. Which I don't believe I, you. <laughs> I could not believe either. Uh, it's got the great Jason Isaacs doing his chameleon stuff because he's. Just a regular dude in this. Um, yeah, great, great romantic comedy. I laughed. I laughed a lot. Uh, Lessa Manville is most of the jokes, just how she's telling everybody how it's going to be. And there's just all blown away by her honest, honest, honesty. And they just go along with it. So to to all the romantic comedy fans out there, give this one a shot if you have Peacock. Um, yeah, I have been avoiding this one for a long time <laughs> and I have no desire to watch it. So no. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, it, I don't think it'll win the Oscar for best costume design, but the movie was about dresses. So <laughs> my, my usual intellect, I pick that for, um, for the Oscar win. We'll see if it takes place. So interesting sometimes you just gotta take the obvious well i watched a movie that i think we both have seen recently i i think i put this on twitter that i'll get back to you in a couple of days with a score for what i thought of this flick because i don't think i needed to be instant reaction with it and i think it actually improved it when i got to sit and think about it for a while i watched babylon Ooh. (laughs) I gotta say, some scenes were great, some not so much. <laughs> yes. Uh, loved Margot Robbie in this. She was fantastic. Um, I think the extras in the back were doing something amazing. You don't get a whole lot of that often, but the shit that they had to go through to get these scenes, whew. They went, they, they showed so much for that orgy sequence in the first hour. 
Oh, the Coke like, room is amazing. <laughs> unreal. Stanley Kubrick is somewhere smiling in his grave. Right. Because Eyes Wide Shut was notoriously uh, censored by Warner Brothers because fancy pantsies can't handle the little sexy, sexy in their movies. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it was like, holy shit. <laughs> you couldn't show that stuff 20, 30 years ago. Uh, at first, I wasn't sure what Tobey Maguire was doing, but then I also <laughs> think that he might have been the best part of this whole film. Yes, he was in a completely <laughs> different movie. He looked like he was legit coked out of his mind. He was at least <laughs> the most in- interesting character in the movie. <laughs> yeah, he added uh, some definite, some lightheartedness when the end, when the last half hour started to kind of twist in how everything was getting darker. Right, Tobey Maguire was. <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's a, there's a jump scare in this that's better than most horror jump scares that I've seen in the last few years. Agreed. I am not gonna. I won't give that away either. Yeah, that came out of that nowhere. Came out of nowhere. <laughs> it's just like holy shit. All right. I unfortunately, <laughs> I don't think unless something changes, I don't think I'm gonna. This will probably be the last Brad Pitt movie that I'll watch for a while. Uh, cause of, uh, the news com- coming around that he's a piece of shit. So oh, no. yeah, piece of shit and creepy. When no. you look at the women that he dated when he was up and coming. So in their age, um, yeah, it was oh. kind of, kind of like bittersweet. I thought Brad Pitt was good in this as the, he always is the, whenever there's an ensemble. Yes, he had the guy who's just trying to hang on to yeah. just try and stick with it all. So, um, yeah, Diego Luna, Margot, Margot Robbie was amazing. All <laughs> everything that she had to go through didn't enjoy the. I told you I didn't enjoy the second half as much as the first half because it just can't keep that energy. And I wrote about that, too. But um, right. Yeah. For Damien Giselle to get $80, 90000000 million to do this three-hour epic. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, please? Yeah. So, um, so but, that, go ahead. I have that as well. I have my biggest takeaway, I think, was that the ending of this film was so good. Like, the last seven minutes didn't deserve to be there after the previous three hours that we had to sit through. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, the whole yeah. ending with the flashbacks through the, you know, what we just saw and then the whole future of Hollywood afterwards, like mm-hmm. it's in a whole different film. Like it yeah. doesn't. Yeah. I don't know. Very, very moving. If you're a you know movie fan, um, I, I think that's where I think you have to be a, fa- a fan of just all things Hollywood to want to watch this because it is three. <laughs> it's three hours. It, yeah. it drags a bit, but that's uh, that's okay. I I think it's something I might come back to, but uh, we are both in agreement that I can't stop been, listening to the score. <laughs> I I told you I thought I thought the music was awesome, and I so I, pointed, I, I pointed out the Coke Room um, yeah. track, which is the one I've been going back to and then starting. Um, but yeah, the soundtrack by Justin Herwitz is not surprisingly great. Uh, he's been, he, he's been, you know, right there with Damien Chazelle, each the music in, in Damien's movies has just been, 
it's just stood out the the music scores i mean um so and Hurwitz is uh the favorite for the oscar so yeah i got uh, i got two songs that i keep going back to all the time and it's coke room and it's voodoo mama and i just voodoo mama is good <laughs> I, I like the one about my pussy cat no uh, i don't I, need it <laughs> Uh, I like playing that and seeing if how long I can not get in trouble with my kids around. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's um, yeah, the the other favorite for the Oscar score is All Quiet on the Western Front. And dear mm, God, nope, I don't think that deserves it. No, 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 no. So, <laughs> yes, uh, I'm glad you got through Babylon. I knew you would, but yeah. Yeah, I think I I think I liked it. I think that's what I'm settling on because uh, uh, there's not a whole lot of people that are going to be on the fence on this movie. You're either going to really like it or you're going to really hate it. Yes. Especially <laughs> with what happens. It's the same as the whale. Uh, there's something that happens, what, in the first five, ten minutes of Babylon that'll pretty much set you up for. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I could go with it without that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, that was a theme of some of these movies that were nominated. The fucking bodily fluids it's like yeah yeah triangle of sadness what the fuck that was excessive <laughs> oh my god i kept <laughs> i kept turning away each time it's it just kept going it's like oh no i don't want to see that what the yeah. fuck oh yeah yeah <laughs> right. anyway uh well, so i you got anything got else or should we get I got, here i got one more uh, right. I watched Bruiser. I told you to watch Bruiser on YouTube. No, sorry, mm. Hulu, not YouTube. Hulu. Hulu. Uh, this was a really, really, really good uh, directorial debut from. I'm gonna. I wrote his name down. Miles Warren, I think, is what I wrote down. Yes, Miles <laughs> Warren. Um, it is a coming age story about a 14 year old black kid who. He's got pretty good life. Not a lot of... It, it's certainly not the ghetto. <laughs> and his uncle comes back into life and keeps asking to... Uh, keeps asking how Darius uh, is doing. And it goes in places weren't didn't really expect. Uh, really, I think the ending might put some people off. But... From up until that ending happens, the the movie is quite a, a coming of age story. Uh, it deals with some just real life stuff about what you know, dads, moms, kids, everybody's got to deal with. So uh, yeah, I thought it was a great, great debut. Uh, it's only like a hundred minutes; it's not that long. Um, yeah, and I also wanted to point out that the kid who played Darius is named Jonathan. Uh, sorry, Jalen. Jalen Hale, and I hadn't heard of him in anything either, so. Okay. Yeah. I'll just have to check it out. Yes. Are you ready for this? Sure, why not? Yeah. We, we are going to be giving you our Oscar predictions. Ooh. This is going to work kind of like what we did last year, where we're going to go, there's 10 categories, and then we have best picture, but there's 10 best pictures, so we're going to give you our 10 to 1 and best picture, but we're going to sprinkle in our other categories in between each one. Right. So we will be giving you our best picture at number 10 through 1, 
And then we will be giving you what we want to see win in these categories and what we think will win in these categories. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they're not the same. They are not. I mean, I have to be realistic. Um, I told you that I was realistic with my Top Gun love. So. Yeah. I think you beat me like 15 to 13 last year, so I'm coming for you, buddy. <laughs> oh, ho, ho, ho. Uh, we will be... I think I've mentioned to you this, Jordan. I think we're going to put our complete Oscar picks on the website. Yeah. Yeah. So so you will be able to go against us if you want to. We know there's some people out there who want to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'll <laughs> I'll start because I'm one wanting to tell you why I don't like this movie at all. This uh, is your number 10 for best picture. My number 10 for best picture is was a lock for number 10. Uh, it's all quiet on the Western front. You're just wrong. I, I hated, <laughs> and I don't like using the word hate, I hated this movie. The The movie was three hours of just being redundant, and the only thing that it could be redundant it was just blasting you home how fucking terrible the war is, people are, everything. Uh, there was no light at the end of this tunnel, and I don't get it how I think Rotten Tomatoes is saying this is around 100% of people liking this movie. I don't. Ooh, I, I, don't I, I don't believe that. <laughs> it's, it's up there. It's way up there. I don't understand. I could see this from a technical level. The cinematography going, you know, shooting, you know, obviously World War I's are going through the trenches and all that, but mm-hmm. there was nothing in this movie it was just was just depressing and the when i started figuring out that the movie was so obvious and tipping its hand whenever something bad was about to get worse that fucking musical score go like that's one of the best scores this year was that fucking blaring obvious what oh oh yeah, I hated I hated this movie. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You definitely hate this. I hate it. 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 Good. Good. I'm glad. I'm letting the hate fuel me. <laughs> yeah, I it doesn't happen very often that I hate something this much, but I I don't I don't understand. I do not <laughs> understand. I apparently liked it a heck of a lot more than you did. <laughs> What's your 10? Because this ought to be good. I so, think I know what. No, I don't know if you do or not because I still have two that I haven't seen yet, so they are automatically at the bottom of my list. I so I put I... my number ten as Avatar two because the first one sucks, and I don't even care to see the second <laughs> one. I can appreciate what Cameron's doing with his technology work, but I just don't give a shit. Just don't. The story still sucks. I and I think that's what the Oscars were saying too, because Cameron didn't get nominated for best director. <laughs> um, it, as I said, it's a visually amazing. Sure. It's not doing very much different. I can appreciate all that. <laughs> first one did, but it's just, it's three hours. That doesn't need to be three hours. It's just, uh... just make, make a good movie. I don't, uh, you don't need to go all splashy with this other shit. Just make the story good. 
Cameron I'm has in. never been. <laughs> He's, his screenplays have gotten lazier and lazier and lazier. I mean, yep. Titanic is is just saving yep. Private Ryan in. Yep. And a love story. So, well, no, yeah. was, no, I'm not thinking of that right. Um, I was thinking of Pearl Harbor. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Pearl Harbor sucked just a little. Well, bit that's more. Michael Bay. Then I wonder I why it sucked. <laughs> I know. Uh but yeah, his screenwriting has gotten just more and more broad and simple. And he's even saying that he's saying I'm making something so outlandish that I can't scare people off with, you know, with these movies, because if I make them too smart, make them too heady, then, then they won't make the billions of dollars, billions. Right. Which so is really sad. Yeah. So yeah, that's my 10. So give me your, uh, what do you want to see when animated? And well, when what do I want to see when? Okay. Um, so I think, uh, I, think Pinocchio is going to win because like I should have said at the beginning of the show, I, I pay attention to this Oscar news and all that way too much. Uh, Pinocchio has been winning everything, which is deservedly. So it is a true, it's, it's, it's a masterpiece. It's beautiful. It's a work of art. Um, my heart initially was with turning red. Uh, I was with turning red. I was still with turning red, but I wrote down Marcel, the shell with shoes on. I was so blown away by the oddness of that movie. Um, it, it you try and wonder what a movie for ninety minutes is going to do with a fucking shell, and it it ends up being something really moving. Um, my wife hated it because it, well, she didn't hate it; she just didn't like it because it was it was different. <laughs> there's uh, nothing wrong with being different i laughed so much there was so much just g g we g willikers i just it just made it's a movie that makes you feel good and i think that's i think that's more more important lately is how i'll put it yeah i uh i have the exact same i want marcel the shell to win and i don't think it will unfortunately i think jenny slate did a phenomenal job with this movie Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think Pinocchio is just different on a whole new level. Um, it's definitely not your children's story of Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I started it one day and just couldn't get into it at the time. So when I got back to it and finished it, I really appreciated it for, for what it was. Yeah. And after just recently watching Puss in Boots, The Last Wish... I think that's the only other one that could compete with the animation style. I don't know. I there's just parts about it that I hated though. Like when it was just action, I absolutely hated how it looked. But the rest of it was good. <laughs> I don't know. It's got that weird it's just different. I don't know. I don't hmm. I agree with Puss in Boots. That was an absolute shock. Uh Puss in Boots was a lot of fun. I I may, I think it was easy because Antonio Banderas and Salma Hayek just have just a f- great chemistry. Uh, yeah. But th- it was it was doing different things with his animation. It was having a lot of fun. Uh, it, I was kind of afraid of it because of you know I I don't like the Shrek movies after the first one because they just pound the same joke in over and over and over again. Yeah, um, yeah. It I 
I was kind of bristling every time that <laughs> Antonio would go, I have boots and boots, but it was because he was so full of himself. <laughs> right. Each time he said it. Uh, but yeah, the movie won me officially, you know, won me over when he was getting into a, a, a disagreement with his other lives. <laughs> yeah. and all the different versions of Antonio got to come out. So yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, my, my son loved it, my youngest. And then my daughter liked it in pieces. Uh, she likes the easygoing stuff. She doesn't like it when it gets kind of scary. So, right. Yeah. Yes. It's definitely a movie made for, I mean, it's definitely got adult themes that, you know, the kids aren't going to understand at the time, but whew. It was it was something, man. It was good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, give me your number nine best picture. Number nine with a bullet is Elvis. Mm. I am not a fan of the jukebox uh, biopics that have been going on for a few years now. Uh, they're lazy, um, just because somebody could master a voice. Uh, doesn't do much for me. Uh, the you're not doing anything. You're just just mimicking. You're not singing. I mean, yeah, you do the everybody can do Elvis. I just thought it was. I thought it was too much. We both agreed that Tom Hanks was awful, awful, awful but, in the movie. <laughs> yeah, the script no. was lacking. The script yeah. was. It was just it. When when Elvis Butler got to be Elvis, or when Austin Butler got to be Elvis, it was good. And that's about it. <laughs> when he was on stage, it was good. I, I, I just couldn't. I just didn't care. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. I was more interested in wanting to watch an Elvis documentary or watching something different. I just don't like that these movies are made for, you know, they're almost like cliffhang cliffhangers. No, not cliffhanger. Cliff notes. Um, and we don't get anything. There's no hard times in these movies. I mean, we get to know what Elvis is doing and all that, but it's more of like, yeah, yeah, this is what Elvis is doing. Yeah. Elvis was NC-17 X-rated. This is the same thing with Elton John, which did it a little bit better in that Bohemian Rhapsody should have been R-rated. So these movies are just pumping out greatest hits for people to just sing along with all i wanted to do after was just listen to elvis songs which i did i added more songs to my apple music so <laughs> all right all right negative well, well i will talk about elvis shortly here but um my number nine is also here only because i haven't seen it i feel like once i see it it would be much higher on my list but i haven't gotten to it yet women talking I expect it to be good. The cast looks great, so I don't know. Again, it's only it's only this low because I haven't seen it yet. I yeah, it's a, it's higher up on mine. Uh, it is a good movie. Um, yeah, um, it's funny how Marky Mark is being dissed on it because he because <laughs> <laughs> he mispronounced it. He mispronounced <laughs> it, so now every time Sarah Polly gets a chance. Uh, she's just telling him how much of a moron he is. Uh, women, women are talking. I mean, women are talking, go talking. figure. Uh, but it's, <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's very good. It's just good. 
that's what it is. They're talking, but they're talking about important stuff, stuff that should be available to everybody. Right. And but and when you find out more what's going on with them, uh the damnedest thing is that this was based on a true story that this happened over in in Europe where these women were uh, all these women were kept and held against their wills for endless uh, uh, upon years. So I when I when I discovered that, I was like, oh my God. So, yeah. Hmm. yeah. All right. So, yeah, you'll, you'll be able to talk more on that when you get to yours. Give yes. me your best visual effects. Uh, Avatar is going to win. It's been winning everything. Uh, but my heart has been with Top Gun 2. I, they, well, how they, what they added to the movie with all the real stuff is what I'm going to get to later when I uh, talk about it again. But the visual effects in there were pretty much flawless. I couldn't, the only thing I could really tell is, you know, when the F-14 is up in the air, because that obviously doesn't look real. But for me, that's where I thought the, the money was spent in all the right spots. So that's where I'm going with that. So I agree that I believe Avatar will win. I don't think it should. Um, I kind of am hoping that Maverick can sneak in there, but I don't think it will either. So I want All Quiet on the Western to win. I mean, that it made you feel like you were actually in the war right alongside of them the whole time. So they did some cool stuff with tanks and shit that I would like to see like driving over trenches and shit, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. So like I said, I think Avatar will win, but it should yeah. be. That's, that's why it made $2 billion because the special effects were pretty good. So, right. And took so, so fucking long. <laughs> All right. Give me your eight on best picture. Number eight, and this is a disappointing one because I was really looking forward to it. I adore Kate Blanchett. I am hit or miss on, on oh God, I'm forgetting his name. The director, God damn it. Todd Fields, Field. Todd Fields. Uh, I just didn't care. I could, I could see everything that was going on with this movie. Kate Blanchett's performance, phenomenal. Uh, all the camera tricks and everything. I just thought the movie was really cold. Just didn't give a shit. There wasn't, <laughs> it was just kind of like this push, this distance that I just couldn't relate to. So. Sure. I will give you my hot take on that movie when I get to it on my list. <laughs> Okie dokie. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I really don't know what else to say about it other than what I'm going to later. So my number eight was Elvis, because it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, we've already touched on it all. I wish they would have actually, I don't know, incorporated some of Elvis's real struggles with his pill addictions, with all the booze that he had. I mean, they just glossed over all that. They think one yep. quick little scene of him passing out was enough. Yeah. This guy had a hard fucking life. And, we both uh, agreed that the best part of the movie was the end of it when they showed the real Elvis. Real Elvis, yeah. Real Elvis and the mate. 
the the makeup wasn't even no the makeup didn't even get close to what it was like I mean, wow we, he was really we watched Austin Butler for 20 years in this that he never got to be fat Elvis yes <laughs> he started <laughs> <What>? to <laughs> he started to a little bit but i mean Elvis was never like i mean he was skinny but he didn't last that long once no. he started his Vegas residency, he kind of ballooned up. He started, yeah. And they just, they they got to it where it was far enough into the movie, but it's like, Elvis got fat. It's, you know, it's it's where, like right. you said, they where they just gloss over the facts. Like, well, you know, but he sings a really good song when he's fat, so. And we get it. Colonel Parker wasn't a good guy, but he wasn't the only reason why problems. Yeah, and that's all this thing did was just make it seem like he's the only reason that Elvis had anything wrong in his entire life. Not so, a boy. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> oh God, and Tom, it's just just disappointing. Tom Hanks is a better actor than yeah, but than that. that was I mean, just... Hanks hasn't been good in a lot of things lately. Yeah, and yeah, it, and it's sad because I love him. <laughs> And he's hard to see in a villainous sort of role, right? Yeah, he because he's Mister Dad. He's everybody. He's America's dad. But yeah, it was <laughs> it is just a uh, misfire all around. Sure. All right. So give me your best. Uh, let's see here. Uh, international film. Best international. Well. The Oscars are notorious for um, doing the opposite when it comes to favorites uh, for this one and for documentary. So I think they are going to go against the grain with All Quiet on the Western Front. I think they're going to go with Argentina 1985. And I wrote that down and then didn't realize that it had... I had forgotten that it had won Best International Movie at the Golden Globes. So, um, I I enjoyed Argentina 1985. It was very good. Uh, But my heart is going with The Quiet Girl. It is the first first, uh, movie in uh, (laughs) Gaelic-Irish, which I did not know uh, when, when watching this. So I had to... I had to get the right audio and subtitles because it's it's a foreign language. It's, it's I, thick too. <laughs> it's very thick, uh, but there's just something going on in the Quiet Girl that was just really really moving, uh, kind of sad. Um, but yeah, I I enjoyed that very much. All right, so you think All Quiet will win? No, I have Argentina 1985. You have Argentina, okay. Will win. I am, I in my hopes, I hope All Quiet doesn't get shit. All right, well, I have All Quiet winning, of course. Okay. Uh, but I secretly, hopefully, want EO to pull it out. <laughs> oh, EO so fuck. I liked it. I liked it too, but good lord, was that <laughs> that was some that was different. That was very. Different. I liked it. I don't know. I liked why. it too. <laughs> it 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 had it knew what it wanted to do, and it stuck with it. Uh, the ending is uh, is left up to interpretation. I know how I feel about it. Uh, 
this poor donkey and poor Jenny the donkey. My word, it was not a good year for donkeys. <laughs> it was not. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, EO, very, 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 very unique. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, that's 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 all I'm gonna say about that. I don't want to spoil <laughs> nothing. So just no, no, it's better go to go watch EO. Less go watch EO. It's on the Criterion <laughs> Channel. Yeah. All right, give me your number seven. Number seven uh, is Avatar 2. Uh, ah. it's, it's the lowest that I could put it. Um, it <laughs> I mean, you could have put it at 10. <laughs> I, the action, the visual effects were very good, especially the end of the movie when Cameron was doing more things in the dark uh, with his action and his animation. Like we've said, it's just so broad in its depictions and yeah, yeah. It's just not for me. I don't see where I just don't see where I you know what? I'm not gonna talk about it anymore because I've already done it. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep dragging on and on and on and on and I don't wanna I wanna be positive with this. All right, all right. Well fine. Mm -hmm. I will ramp up your positivity with my negative ass movie of Triangle of Sadness. I hated that movie. <laughs> oh. It was only slightly better than Elvis because it wasn't three hours. <laughs> um, oh, triangle. I uh, Triangle is my number six, so we could just talk about it. <laughs> okay. It... Uh, tri triangle was oh, frustrating. <sighs> If you're going to uh, put Woody Harrelson in a movie, let him be fucking Woody Harrelson for a while. I thought he was don't Woody. Give, don't give him, you know, 20 minutes and just say goodbye. I thought it was kooky Woody. <laughs> I mean, I giggled when I heard when he you get to hear his voice the first time. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was a lot of bodily fluids. Unnecessary. Uh, a lot of bodily fluids. Sure. Um, yeah, the So here's my question. Was it intentional? For what? <laughs> all everything on during that dinner. Was it all I intentional? So. I think it was. <laughs> okay. I just so I didn't have to think about it too much. I thought it was. Uh who knows because they don't answer anything in the movie. Yeah. Which is... was part of our frustration. Yeah. Um... A lot of a lot of stuff is set a lot of stuff is set up and then just it goes right. on to something else or it just doesn't do anything which I can get if you're doing yay this is something that happens in life but like I need the first 20 minutes needs to have a payoff at some point and it never does I it thought just... that was great where they were the couple bickering about you know who's paying you know for I, I, I was into matter. that stuff it I was into matter. that stuff <laughs> nothing matters in this movie yeah, I I was into nothing that, they but... show says okay. Here are the ramifications of what happened earlier. None of I don't, it. I, I don't disagree. That's what. <laughs> yeah, it, that's what was so frustrating. It felt like it was going somewhere, going somewhere, going somewhere to have a really big punch at the end, which I was getting myself excited for. It's like it it needs to happen, and then the movie ends the way it does, and it's like, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, I, it is it was awful. Uh, uh, IMDb, sorry, IMDb <laughs> trivia does explain what happens. Uh, one of the characters, one of the actors, said, what is, "Wait, I, what, I don't." The trivia explains what happens. 
Yeah, somebody put in the spoilers that... But, but the yeah. movie doesn't show us that, so... No, they said in the script, uh, that, but they cut it is what we believe did happen at the end. Um, I mean, I can imagine what happened. It's not that fucking hard to come up with what's going to happen. But the movie doesn't give us that. <laughs> I I would have rather have had the movie end on those eyes. Yeah. Where you where you see what's going on. I thought that would have been a better way to end the movie instead of going a few more seconds forward with Beefcake Boy, dumbass uh, guy. I mean, it yeah. was just a bunch of un... I was enjoying it because it was skewering the rich, and I love seeing the rich skewered. It just... But- didn't do it nearly as good a job as the menu did earlier. Then. Yeah, exactly. And I was sticking to that earlier when somebody on Twitter posted about the menu. The menu should have been up for something. Menu was phenomenal, especially compared to this. Yeah, and the menu was half as you know the was half as was like only an hour and forty minutes compared to two hours two, and forty it, minutes of. Was it really two forty? Oh, it God. was long. It was. I hated oh, it. God, but yeah, I loved Woody. Woody, Woody made the movie for me because uh, I told you the the line that I want to use now is when everybody on the ship is eating caviar and yeah, and he's eating a fu- <laughs> giant cheeseburger with fries. <laughs> he says I'm not a big gourmet fan. <laughs> Captain of me. a two hundred and fifty million dollar yacht eats whatever the mm-hmm. fuck he wants. That's yeah. Funny. Yep. <laughs> Oh, so disappointing. I was so looking forward to, so looking forward to it. All right. So yeah, I was too. I was super disappointed. It was once I heard that it won, um, was it Sundance that it won? It won Can. It won Best Picture at Can. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I was like, all right, I'm in. I can't wait to see this. And we get yeah. that. Yep. So disappointing. Yeah disappointing to say the least all right give me your Ooh, let's let's go into some acting categories here let's give me your best actor Ooh, uh this one i don't have the the races between brendan frazier and austin butler Uh, i don't have (laughs) austin butler on my will Uh, i honestly think that colin farrell could pull a because Colin Farrell was very, very, very good in the movie. Um, I still you think, think I'm might... dull? <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was great. <laughs> that whole movie was great. Uh, so that's where I'm going to go with my will. I'm thinking if there is an upset, it'll be that way. Uh, but my heart is on Brendan Fraser for what he did in The Whale. When Brendan Fraser started off, he was an actor for the most part. And then he became an action did... star. Then he did phone booth. <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, and seeing, the recruit. <laughs> seeing him in something completely different, uh, seeing Darren Aronofsky give him a shot, and you know he hits it out of the park, what he should do. So, yeah, I think he should be rewarded for it. Well, you're making this extremely hard for me to win if we're going to have the same fucking picks. Because <laughs> I have Will Ferrell in an upset will win. And will I... Ferrell, huh? Sorry, did I say Will? <laughs> will Ferrell. In my Will category, I have <laughs> Colin Farrell. Oh, Will Ferrell. But I, 
but I want Fraser to win. So I think he deserves it, but I think Colin could sneak in with kind of a lifetime achievement award too here. Right. So, cause I don't know if he's going to get another role like this anytime soon. He has been one of, he's been one of our best actors. What the last 10 years when he decided to just star in, just oh, really he, good movies. He needs to pick roles. He needs to be a little more choosy. <laughs> I thought he was good in Batman, but I liked what he's been doing with Yorgos. Um, what he's been doing with uh, McDonough. I mean, he's he's not just a he's he's not a pretty boy anymore. He's getting older, so I like right. that. I, I I have no problem with him if he if he's going to star in like the bigger stuff, and then we get the. <laughs> We get the better stuff, the smaller stuff, like a like a Inisherin. But I mean, me and you can both agree that his best work was Miami Vice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, 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 he's quite good in that. Uh, a lot of mojitos. Um, I still love him in Tigerland. Okay. Uh, that's still a great, great movie. Um, yeah, he had a lot of shit, like a lot of actors too. Um, but as you get older, you know, you mature out of that stuff. So, give me—I mo- only... will take—I will take all the movies with him and Brendan Gleeson. I'm right. It took me the longest time to watch *In Bruges*, and I it hated so myself. It's so good. So, all right. Well, you Darn. told me that your number six was *Triangle of Sadness*. So, triangle. Yeah, I will give you my six then, and it's yeah. the one that you hated the most, All Quiet on the Western Front. It's All I right. think just because I hated it, I hated it the least out of the rest of these. I know, that's how I was weighing mine too. Which one did I have feelings for? Which one gave me feelings and all that? So Right. Like like you said, this thing is this it's bleak and it's dark and it's depressing as hell, and it does it's it's relentless in that pursuit of I'm going to break you down, I'm going to break you down, I'm going to break you down, and you're waiting for it to pick you up, and it never does. So, I I thought it was all right for a three-hour war epic. I really enjoyed my time with it. So, I can appreciate what it did give us, even though, like I said, it was just sad. <laughs> Depressing. Yeah. My thought was that, like, look, we all know war is hell. We've had plenty of movies that have done that. What else are you going to say? What else are you going to say? War is really bad. Um, Okay. Way go. Good for you. Good job. Especially the way that it's fought back then. (laughs) I mean, you got to get pretty up close and personal with these. My dad used to always make fun of, like, the movies set in, like, the 1700s where... You know the two armies are are facing each other. Sure. And one one gets to shoot first, <laughs> and they reload, and then the other side is shooting. Yeah. It's like no fucking way. I'm not standing. I'm not sitting there. I'm fucking going. Oh, just always yeah. just the the gentlemanliness of of what war used to be. Yeah. <laughs> compared to what it is now where somebody is doing things from a video game but it's like holy shit I'm me who I am no fucking way am I standing no <laughs> I'm getting behind a tree I'm getting the fuck out <laughs> yeah but they'll shoot you for running so I know that you can't do I'm that gonna, either 
I'm going to find me a nice hot French woman who's going to make me a nice glass of milk. And then, and then Christoph Waltz is going to come in and take me away. Oh, good luck with that. (laughs) I don't like, I've never liked Inglorious Bastards, but that opening 10 minutes is perfection. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Since we're doing the mail, give me your best supporting actor. Well, this one is really easy. Uh, the favorite is Ki Huan, uh, and I, I, if he loses, holy shit, is that going to be an upset? And it's going to be, it's going to be sad. Uh, I've also got Ki as my personal winner. Thought he was great, just like everything else and everything everywhere all at once. This could be quite the nerd night. You could have Brendan Fraser winning. You could have Data winning. <laughs> um yeah it's I, I i love love the story that the daniels just thought of him and gave him a call and said hey would you like to be in our movie and so the rest is the rest is lining up to be history so right yeah um yeah i have a little bit of a divergence here because i have a i hope this guy can win <laughs> go ahead are you going uh, with barry no, I'm I'm hoping that Brian Tyree Henry can get. I'm just glad that he's up here. Any but other year, he's probably a higher. He was he's so higher good. up. He's so good in that movie. We've yeah. talked about it. So good. So just because I love him, like I I want him to win, but uh, I'm still going with Hey Hui Quan to in my want and my will, even <laughs> though I think. BTH deserves a little love. So Brendan Gleeson is so good. I mean, there's a lot of actors in this who, if it was different years, Brendan Gleeson. Brendan Gleeson Gleeson is so he's so he deserves it too. This is the hardest category in my opinion. Yes, yes, yeah. Because there's so many good actors, and if you know, you you land on a shit year where a supernova is just taking over everything so yeah so i'm i'm glad we get to see i hope we get a good speech out of him like the last three that we've seen so yeah this is gonna be a fun night for these for this guy i'm just ready to bitch when they cut his fucking mic i'm gonna i'm gonna snap i'm gonna snap (laughs) yeah we'll end up spending 20 minutes on that on our recap show (laughs) they (laughs) They fucked him hard they fucked him over (laughs) Yeah, the so I I was gonna mention the Spirit Awards more, and I'm just faking of this now. But the Spirit Awards were not broadcast by a IFC. That's another story for another time. Um, and they were on YouTube, where they were not. They didn't have any restraints on them, and the Spirit Awards had been known for anybody saying anything that they wanted in their acceptance speeches. Nobody. Nobody gave the those great uh, acceptance speeches, so I was very disappointed. I didn't watch much of the Spirit Awards, but yeah, it was disappointing. Different time now, so. All right. Yeah. Well, give me your number five best picture. Number five is Women Talking. I like I said, I thought it was a great movie. Um, when you realize that it's more. That it's based on a true story. And 
I think it's an important movie with the way that women are being treated right now. Uh, women, minorities, everybody not being treated like by, uh, by human, like not being treated like human beings. God said, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, it's, it's very, when you start thinking about, you know, most of these women, it, you know, who they're playing, they're probably not educated at all. So for them to have, these sorts of thoughts and you know hey you know what i want to feel like this i want to feel like that you know and the you know they get into arguments about you know what they think is the best way to go to help them out it's it is a very good movie it's a very good movie all right i'm, I'm curious i'm curious sorry i'm curious Again, i haven't <laughs> seen it yet so i can't really I, speak on it i really want to know what you feel on it because yeah I'll get there. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'll be later this month. I'll be able to see it. I think so. Yeah. Uh, my number five is Thar. Yeah. I don't know what else to say that I haven't said on this movie already. Um, it's not for me. I can appreciate the work that's being done, but it's not for me. I liked it better when it was whiplash. Yes. Um, and again, I mean, it's this. I mean, you can tell what Todd Fields was watching when he was coming up with this movie because he steals every fucking beat of Whiplash for Tar to the point that he tackles, you know, and she tackles the direct, you know, the, the guy on stage, even. I mean, it's just a complete ripoff. And I love Whiplash. So I just had this realization when I rewatched Whiplash like two weeks ago that yeah. this is basically just. Tar, <laughs> a longer version of <laughs> it was better. It was just better. It was just shorter. It was better. I just enjoyed it a hell of a lot more. I like. like I was just disappointed because there was a lot of hype going in. I've got a. I've got a soft spot for Kate Blanchett. Yep, um, she's great. Yeah, she's phenomenal in this. Yeah, she's good. But yeah, the movie. The subtle, is... <laughs> the subtle shot at the end is great, but yeah. I, I thought know, it was man. yeah. I thought the ending was good. I think I've told you that too. But yeah, yeah. It, not, I, not to, I agree. I, it's I agree. hard not to spoil I, the end. So yeah, I mean, just, just not avoiding a movie it. That, yeah, I won't <laughs> go back to it. So no, and at three hours, I don't ever want to go back to it. No, no, they're no, two forty-five, something like that. Go back to Whiplash. Yeah, yeah. I, I will multiple times this year, probably. <laughs> 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 All right, let's get off of that. What's next? All right, let's go, director. What do you got for winning or wanting, and who do you think will win? Well, well, well. Um, obviously, the Daniels is the favorite. They've been sweeping everything. Um, Daniels is what I think will win. Uh, I am pulling for the Daniels. Uh, I'm kind of disappointed that Joseph Kaczynski wasn't nominated for this, but that's going into more of my Top Gun stuff that... <laughs> uh, I, I think it should have gotten a little bit more love. The few that I would take off and put in there. Uh, the Dan, it's just great. I really, I really like the Fablemans. Uh, I thought it was Spielberg. It, Spielberg telling a movie about himself shouldn't work, uh, but it's got the best energy that he's had in a movie in quite a long time. So yeah, it's. I don't think there should be any kind of, uh, but if if there is a shock, I think it could be Spielberg. So, 
So you have them for your want and their will? And yep. They I will? think the Daniels right. are going to. The Daniels are going to take it. So this is basically what's going to separate us then from winning and losing. <laughs> Good. Because I went completely off the map with what I want to win. <laughs> I want Martin McDonough to win, but I don't think he will. Um, I I want to see that movie get some some credit. I want to kind of see him spread it out a little bit rather than throwing everything all at one. Uh, I know they don't like to do that sometimes, so I'm going McDonough off the board. So he's my want. Well, I think will win. I think it could be quite the upset pick with Spielberg. Yes. Um, I didn't. The Fablemans was a good movie, but like you said, it's the most energy he's had in a long time. This is the best thing he's done in almost 20 years. And I, I loved West Side Story and that movie had an energy to it and that movie shouldn't have been good, but the sure. Fablemans hit the, the Fablemans gave the old feels. So, yeah. So I, I think he could get another one in like, you know, maybe in that lifetime achievement award kind of category as well. So yeah, he steals an Oscar, then walks off and retires. And I doubt it. <laughs> Even though he probably should have about 15 years ago. Oh, he just yeah. needs to make a superhero movie and everyone will love him again. Yeah. Come back and make a Superman movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Give me your number four, sir. Number four. We've been talking about it. We've been talking about it since we both saw it. Banshees. Of the Inner Sharin, uh, dark, wicked, funny, moving, sad. Not the not a movie that you would think should work. Um, about a bromance that uh, has been ended by one party. Um, everyone in this movie is 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 doing really good work. Uh, I definitely preferred this one over. Um, mcdonough's three billboards i thought this was a lot more playful <laughs> what brendan gleason says that he'll do <laughs> if colin farrell doesn't leave him alone you don't believe and then oh okay oh i don't know where this, i had no idea where this movie was going so and that was the fun of it it's like right this keeps turning and turning and turning and you're you're feeling for one side and you're feeling for the other and you know other things happen to the secondary characters and you have Jenny the donkey <laughs> <laughs> and then that ending with it just yeah yeah very good no i i loved it so well i'll talk about it later uh my number 4 was just mentioned the fablemans uh, like we said, it's the best Spielberg's done in a long time. Uh, I kind of liked some of the subtle but not so subtle Easter eggs that he's got. Throwing all his old movies in. You know, you get Close Encounters of the Third Kind when he's in his closet. You get, the, the, you know, the hook when they're doing the whole Scorpions bit, sending him to the hole. You get all the Indiana Jones stuff. The E.T. is obviously stolen with them on their bikes. The Jaws was, you know, with his little swimming lesson that he was going to do. And then when she smacks him, <laughs> pretty, pretty interesting stuff there. So I had, I had fun with it. 
Yeah. Even if is. they weren't super subtle. And like the whole Schindler's list thing was a little a little much, but it's fine. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. I've already said how much I love it. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm sure it's still coming up on your list. So you can it's talk number more later. Three, so <laughs> we'll get there. Yes. Uh, give me your best actress. Well, I my will is Michelle Yeoh. Uh, there is a strong chance that Kate Blanchett could win. Uh, it's not in the bag. Uh, my good is Michelle Yeoh. Uh, I thought she was great. Um, I don't have any problems with most of these who were in the movies. I thought they were all good. I just like Michelle Yeoh being recognized now as as very good actress. So it's kind of yeah, she's great. Yeah. Uh, my, <laughs> my want is Mia Goth and Pearl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But since she's not nominated, which is still bullshit. Yep. Uh, I am going to go with Michelle Yeoh as my want, but I don't think she's going to get it. And I think they're going to give it to Kate and she, like I said, she deserves it as well. So it's, it's hard. I think this is a. I could see Michelle Williams getting a little lucky too and making it a three horse race, but oh, man, I don't know. This is one of the harder ones as well. My, it could go either way. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, there's still some mystery behind it. So, and yeah, Kate Blanchett hasn't gone away. So, and Kate Blanchett wins and she could join the three timers club. So, right. Oh. A lot of history, a lot of, lot of history. It's always history, but. <laughs> All right, sir. Give me your number three best pick. Number three, the Fablemans. Uh, yeah, Spielberg's. Spielberg showing that he's still got it, even though the box office doesn't care, which is sad. Um, yeah, like we've said, he's just he's having a lot of fun in this movie. I mean, he took the energy that he had from West side and I think he just went even further with it. Uh, the, uh, Judd Hirsch almost steals this movie in his seven minutes. Two, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's um, all he's in it. He's got the one scene. That's it. Yep. And, um, and it was damn I, good. <laughs> if I I've said this, but if this movie would have hit me younger, I think it would have hit me even harder because of just the love of movies and, you know, having a support system that uh, wants to see you succeed, even if it's not necessarily what they want. Uh, uh, I like the warts and all uh, with uh, Spielberg's family that it's not, wasn't, didn't come from perfect. Uh, the cameo from david lynch <laughs> so good and david lynch was uh, method acting and he didn't want to change or bathe for a couple days so he would actually oh. <laughs> really be like john ford so thank you but david why lynch. it's a nothing role for a nothing bit and for five minutes of the movie <laughs> david lynch yeah you can do what he wants his head so far it. up his own ass. I do it. I do what I want. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, all right. Is that all you got for the Fablemans? That's all I got. Yeah. All right. My number three is going to take us right into the danger zone. We're going Maverick. Uh, Top Gun Maverick. It's probably the most watched movie of the year for me from this year. Yeah. I think I've uh, seen it three times now. I think I'm at four or five, but those have been because of watching somebody else. So. Yeah. Uh, I I appreciate this movie so much, but it's not gonna win. So it's uh it's probably my f- favorite of the year, at least for rewatchability. But um, yeah, I don't know. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I had to be real. I said I had to be realistic <laughs> with where I put it because uh, yeah, I it- know the odds are against it, and it's probably not gonna happen. But there's yeah. still a chance that it could steal. Being become, realistic, I know it could be looking the at ultimate, your sheet. I know exactly where it is. <laughs> it could be the ultimate villain <laughs> when it saved the movie industry. It that didn't. would be Cameron saved it. Okay. Um, no, he told Tom that he did, but it's they're all, it's all bullshit. It was coming back anyways. So what I will say is that my biggest gripe with Top Gun 2 is that it wasn't nominated for Best Cinematography. Um, I thought that was one of the best shot movies. I mean, they shot the shit for real. They yeah. were in there doing all that stuff. I just, that's my, that's where I think if it was going to win anything, that's what sure it'd win, but it did, didn't. So, yeah, just frustration I w- where... I would have liked to have seen Tommy get a... Uh... A nom, at least. Tommy, because... Who do you take out, though? Austin Butler? No, it would probably be... Bill Nye? Bill Nye. Okay. If you're going to take somebody out. So... Bill Nye was fine and living. It just was meh. Meh. Right. Can you really put Tom in there? (laughs) No, well, you could. I mean, I would, but... All right. Give me your supporting actress. Supporting actors, this was the toughest one to try and pick from because there are three favorites, uh, four. Four favorites. <laughs> we've got Angela Bassett. We've got Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, hold on, I'm blanking Gary, out here. Gary Condon, Stephanie Sue. Yeah, this category, because Angela Bassett is the heart and soul of Wakanda Fia. Wakanda of, Funeral. Of, uh, <laughs> funeral the movie. Yeah, Funeral the movie. Um, she's <laughs> just a great actress. I think it's more of like a lifetime achievement for how great she's been than this. Um, but Jamie Lee Curtis uh, getting recognized for her work uh, in Everything Everywhere where she's doing something different, very different. Sausage, uh, hot, hot dog fingers. Hot dog fingers. <laughs> um, did, you, did you staple this to my forehead? <laughs> I have, I'm going to stick, I think it's going to go to Angela Bassett for the, the reason that I said, but I am rooting for Jamie Lee. I will not have a problem with either one of them. So, but I was a big fan of Chong Hao uh, in The Whale. Uh, she gives the movie such a such a heart uh, as the nurse who's taking care of Brendan Fraser 
and certain there's a lot it happens a lot in the movie but each time she does it it's just like oh ah ah so yeah hong chow like like you said it on the other ones in another year hong chow would probably be the lead so right yeah uh i am in step with you on this one again i think angela bassett will win it um I had to, I changed all, all of this today, by the way. Uh, I had my list set and then I decided to revisit a particular movie and it changed everything for me. So oh boy. I have Jamie Lee Curtis in my want and I think she did something different. It was, I think it should be rewarded. I had Carrie Condon in there up until earlier, so. Yeah, Carrie Condon was great too. So, yeah, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of good stuff. A lot of great stuff. So there's nobody I, disappointing I, in it. So it's that that movie that uh, so many good actors. We didn't even get to mention Barry Keegan in that. Barry Keegan <laughs> was phenomenal. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, uh, I'm with you on that. So, yeah, all right, it should, should be interesting. Give me your number two. Number two, because I have to be reasonable, is Hong, is is not Hong Kong. Oh God, I was going to say <laughs> Hong Kong Fui. <laughs> is Top Gun to Maverick? It was the best movie that I saw last year, but being reasonable, everything everywhere was much more original than Top Gun. Even though Top Gun was a lot of fun and shouldn't have been good, um, yeah. So I'll just I'll be quiet on that one. Okay. Well, yeah. my number two is Banshees of Inisherin. Like I, like I said, it, the acting was just so good. Lots was, of drinking. It was fun watching it because I was I started it with my wife and her parents in the room, Ooh. and about forty minutes in, right before it takes that turn, <laughs> everyone was on board, and then it takes a little bit of a turn, and we uh. Ooh, yeah. I got, I was asked to turn it off. <laughs> so I had to wait until they went to bed to go finish it. <laughs> oh. Oh. So, yeah. Their I, loss. I loved it. I thought I was super on board with it. And I'm just like, okay, I'm with it. I'm with it. I want to see where this is going. And then that happens. And then I had to turn it off. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But I couldn't wait. I had, like I said, I waited until they went to bed and finished it that day. So it's, I, it, it was it's so very, it's so good. It was very, bleak and everything else. Like we got from All Quiet, and it was still so good. But that's where my difference was with All Quiet. All Quiet doesn't give you any hope. No, nope. there's a little rays. <laughs> there's little rays throughout Banshees. It's not much, right? <laughs> it's it's pretty bleak, but there are. There are, that's, that's what I, you know, if I don't know if it would have made all quiet any better, if it had tried to have a little bit of a, a little bit of a heart, Right. (laughs) I don't know that it just, it felt like a remake. It, I bitch about horror remakes. you know, when they remake the horror movies that were popular in a day that were, you know, graphic for that time but they weren't really that graphic and so what are you going to do when you remake the horror movie and just make it more violent so that's what it felt all quiet all quiet just went well you know what are we going to add to it make it a thousand times more bleak and yeah just 
sadistic as all fuck. So, all right. So that's my feelings on it. So, well, give me your adapted screenplay. Adapted screenplay. Uh, I went with Sarah Polly on both of them. I couldn't find a way to put Top Gun in there. <laughs> uh, I, I just, I just thought it was, I thought it was that good. So, all right. What do you got? Well, I have, I had a little more balls than you did, and I want Maverick <laughs> to win it. <laughs> hey, I won't be. I mean, I'll I be, want it to get something. <laughs> it'll, get, it'll get technicals, but. I don't know. Right. Just, I don't want it to be the villain. I don't want it to beat Sarah Polly. I don't want it to beat do all this stuff. It's supposed to be the movie that saved him. Yeah. Saved the theater business. It's not supposed to be the movie that took away Oscars from movies that were supposed to. <laughs> uh, but I think women talking will win it even without seeing the movie. Just because like I said, I want to see it spread out. So I have women talking, walking away with the, with the Oscar for the night. Good job, eh? Yeah. So let's let's hold off on our ones because it's the same movie, and let's talk about our original screenplays quick. Oh, best original screenplay. Well, I went with the Daniels on both sides. I really am... If there is going to be an upset, um, Banshee's in a Sharin. Uh, the Fablemans. Uh, I really hope that Triangle Sadness doesn't win. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe the screenplay was better than the actual movie. Um, <laughs> there's, there's. Uh, I wouldn't be mad if Martin Mc, uh, McDonough won for for that. But I thought Banshees was one A to one B to everything everywhere. So, all right. So what you, you have. Well, I I have. Uh... My want is, like I said, to spread it out a little bit. So I want Banshees to win, but uh, I think everything, everywhere, all at once, will take it home. So, yeah, we might as well get into our why do we think everything all at once will be our number one best picture for both of us. Uh, it was the Chinese Matrix. Uh, it took Jesus. It took it took <laughs> actors we like and took advantage of them, put them in, put them in a spot where they haven't been showcased in maybe a long time. Um, the, the originality with it is still something that just the hot dogs, <laughs> uh, hot the dog bagels. Uh, we laughed about the rocks. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a movie with a lot of heart, um, especially the 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 mother daughter kind of dynamic. Um, right. and that I mean, go- I mean, even more than that, the whole family falling apart with the divorce and yeah, everything else it, too being played into it. And Jamie Lee Curtis being this <laughs> huge angry bitch. I, I didn't I didn't appreciate her role the first time I saw it. I just thought it was nothing. And then this time when I went back and watched it today, I was like, holy shit, this is actually really good. And I'm really loving this. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, there was a lot, you know, a lot of hype. Uh, Jesse Quayley tipped me off, said, hey, have you ever heard of this? I went, no, I hadn't heard of this. And then he said, well, if it's in the theater, we should go see it. So we didn't get to do that. But, you know, since he tipped me off, you know, just been into it and following it got a chance to see it told jesse hey that's really good um (laughs) 
it's just it's just stuck like that. I've been I didn't honestly think that it would get to where it's at because usually there's more Oscar baby sort of, movies sort of movies <laughs> like a tar there's Banshee's more, <laughs> there's yeah. more Elvis movies <laughs> yeah um Banshee's in it or in uh, I thought it would you know be a little bit stronger uh so yeah it's nice to see something come out of nowhere and I mean, the same thing with, uh, you know, Banshees. The original movies is what I'm going to say. You know, when they come out of nowhere and they get this kind of get this kind of love and respect, especially if they're a good movie, is, you know, it's it's good for movie nerds, movie fans. Like, hey, I like something that was... What's your thoughts, fella? Um, I guess, I mean, we've pretty much talked about it all already. I loved it. Um, I just... I I'm nervous that they might give it to it just because of kind of the state of where we are with everything. And I don't think it should win off of that. I think it should win off its own merits. Uh, Cause I, I, when I've, my initial reaction when I first watched it was that was a good movie. I didn't think it would be my number one, like you said, already. but looking at the rest of the list, I'm like, uh, I think this was my favorite of, of the year. I think it was yeah. the best top to bottom hands down movie. And I mean, you, you, know, could, you could argue that Maverick is a superhero movie and I'm you know, <laughs> kind of is. It is a superhero. So, movie. Uh, but when but you're I, narrowing it down into, you know, a field of 10. Okay. Right. You know, with, with what we're given, obviously we've said what we think is the, you know, our best movies on our best of episode. Right. <laughs> I think the menu should be on here somewhere, and there, I think it was my both, favorite movie of the year. So we both agree that Pearl, uh, Pearl would have been be nominated for Best Actors. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and Nicolas Cage for <laughs> massive talent so. for everything. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking uh, of, I just watched The Old Way. Whoo! God, I wish yeah. you would have kept that mustache. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> Did you like the movie at all? It was fine. I thought the little girl was good. Yeah, I didn't. Cage felt tired. I give it one Nick Cage scowl out of ten. <laughs> I yeah, it was just because from what we've you know we've got used to in the last couple of years, it's like yeah. okay, yeah, a paycheck movie. So you know what though, I appreciate that he didn't. If he couldn't do the old timey Western accent, which most of the cast couldn't do. They didn't even fucking try. So I appreciated that. Exactly. There's plenty of people like Nicolas Cage back in the day. So. Right. <laughs> uh, all right. So, yeah. Tell us what you think of your Oscar picks or compete with us on, on our website. Yes. I don't yes. remember what it's called. You got, you got the link? <laughs> I seen it all one together.org. Uh, it is on our Twitter bio. Uh, I believe I put it up on each one of our episodes. So yes, I've seen it. Dot org, o r g, uh, for hopefully more writings for more people. Um, yeah, we'll get there. It's yeah, it's all I, new. <laughs> I apologize to myself for not getting out there writing more movies. I get I get this great feeling, and then I'm just like, do I really want to write about? Do I really want to write about All Quiet on the Western Front? All I'm going to do is bitch. So, uh, 
Yeah, I so. could. I got a whole write up for the old way. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Cage's mustache. Um, yes. Nick Cage should have a mustache in every single movie. <laughs> he should have that mustache in particular. That that mustache. <laughs> I'm so sad uh, he get gone after the first ten minutes. I guess they had to give it back. I guess they didn't. <laughs> I guess they didn't buy it or something. It wasn't out of his own collection. <laughs> oh, oh shit. It's so cheap. Look, it's so bad. It's bad. It was so bad. <laughs> and you said that first, like, "Oh man, this movie looks cheap." And I'm just, "Oh, yeah." Well, and then that Saban Films title card punk comes yeah, up, and it's like, "Oh shit, fuck." <laughs> nope. I don't want no Saban Films. No, no, no. <laughs> God, no. I've been good. I haven't. I still haven't watched any of the uh, the night uh, Bruce Willis movies. So I've been. I've been keeping my word. I have not watched. So, you know how hard it was for me to not rent Mind Cage the other night. <laughs> <laughs> Is it on Hulu yet? Because no, yeah, don't, don't pay for it. It was going to be a dollar. I think I can fork a dollar. <laughs> Just make sure you give it back. Uh, it's it's worth it to chuckle at John Malkovich in a no. completely different movie, but it's going to make you feel sad for bloated bloated martin lawrence all right all right don't watch mind cage don't 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 i think all right so give us some news as to what's coming up sirs so we are still undecided on whether we will do an oscar reaction show like we did last year if we do we might just hop on quick and just talk about what what went down that night yep maybe a quick 20 30 minute episode where we just give our thoughts uh, but after that, we got a doozy in the works. Uh, let's just say there might be some new voices on the show. Yes. Excited for these new voices. Wink, 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 wink. And you don't have to listen to just this and that. <laughs> uh, yeah. We get to shut up for once. So, <laughs> yippee. <laughs> no, but uh, I got a feeling that this is going to be a real fun thing that we do to introduce some people to you so looking forward to that so stay tuned yes exactly um yeah you got any give us some plugs give us some links let's get let's go um yeah i don't know follow us on twitter at i seen it um again thanks for the artwork to jesse bowman jesse Uh, check his podcast out on spotify at real feels um other than that i mean we're just Given our thoughts on the website all over Twitter still. So yeah. we haven't gone anywhere and I still updated the Instagram page yet. I'm so bad at Instagram. I can't help it. I can't figure out Instagram. I know Snoop Dogg on my timeline posts a lot of stuff. Oh, so yeah. Please makes don't. Me <laughs> makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah. Social media is dying, folks. So we just need to figure out how we're actually going to talk with each other. So it may not be the worst thing either. <laughs> Probably not. No. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Say goodbye. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say you're a good sir again. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, sir. All go right. Watch, say goodbye. Go watch 80s action movies. <laughs> Lots of them. Right. Oh, wait. Arno Corpse. A R N O C O R P. Uh, was given uh, 
that these people exist. Uh, their, so mu- their music <laughs> is inspired by, uh, sorry, Schwarzenegger movies. <laughs> uh, my favorites right now have been Total Recall and um, the, uh, <laughs> and the Running Man. So um, they don't put out a lot of music, but yeah, if you if you're curious, check out Arnold Cor- Ar- Arno Corp. Sorry. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> All right, say goodbye. Bye.